This morning before we get started, I just want you to align your heart with God's and just ask him for peace and wisdom and discernment today. I pray that your heart would be open today to receive from him and your ears would be open to hear him speak into your life. Today we are looking at the book of Job. And in Job chapter 1, verses 20 and 21 says, Then Job stood up, tore his robe, and shaved his head. He fell to the ground and worshipped, saying, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will leave this life. The Lord gives, and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now in the book of Job, Job wrestles with the question, why would a good God allow bad things to happen to innocent people? Now, you may have asked that question, or someone around you may have, and this whole story begins with a scene in heaven, and we watch as God commends Job's righteousness to Satan. And Satan, however, accuses Job, claiming Job only loves God because his life is easy. And in response, God permits Satan to inflict suffering in Job's life to test his faith and his character. Now, in a series of devastating blows, Job loses his livestock, his servants, his children, and finally his health. Job, at first, responds by worshiping God. And as the suffering continues, he begins to question God. Job asserts that a world in which the innocent suffer is proof of an unfair God. Three friends who have come to be with Job in his suffering, counter this argument, claiming that Job must have done something bad to deserve his suffering. But however, both arguments prove to be wrong. Job, he's innocent. But this does not make God unjust. Rather, out of love, God is using Job's suffering to refine his faith. And after Job and his friends express their opinions and accusations, God himself confronts Job. Now, God never directly addresses Job's question. Instead, he questions Job. He says, Where were you when I laid down the foundations of the earth? Tell me. If you have understanding, have you ever in your life commended the morning and made the dawn known its place? Do you know the ordinances of the heavens or do you establish their rule over the earth? God goes on in this manner listening listing like many questions upon questions 
pointing out all the things outside Job's control and beyond his comprehension. Now, in doing so, God is suggesting that maybe the reason for Job's suffering is beyond his comprehension as well. Job never gets in a direct answer. He doesn't get the direct answer from God (laughs) as to why God allowed him to suffer. But after seeing the sovereign power and superior wisdom of his creator over creation, God ah, is just good. Job, Job's perspective is reframed and he repents and he trusts God again. Job's story reveals that we do not serve a scorekeeping God or operates within our degree of comprehension. Instead of trying to figure out the reason for our suffering, we can instead fix our eyes on God and his infinite power and his infinite wisdom. God's ways are above our ways and we can't always understand his plan. Now, when hard things happen to you, do you ever question if God's control is directed by love? When you're doubting God's love, you can look at Jesus's life. He did not stand aloof and apathetic to our suffering, but entered into our pain. Now, Jesus came to earth as a man and then demonstrated his love for us in sacrificing his life. This was the greatest act of undeserved suffering. Christ lived a perfect life, yet he endured humiliating torture, a brutal crucifixion, and worst of all, separation from his father. And in order that suffering, sin, and death would not have the final word for your life. Your suffering doesn't disprove Christ's love. His suffering proves it. Today, I want you to take a moment to just bring God the doubts and the fears that maybe you have experienced in times of suffering. God, we thank you so much for the story of Job. It's one of my favorite stories, one of my favorite books to read. I just, I love his story. And Lord, I just thank you just for all that you do, even when we are going through difficult times. Lord, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your, that your hand is on everything. And sometimes we might not understand everything at that moment, but on the other end, we see what you have been doing and what you have done. You are a good God that's in control of everything. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Today, I just hope and pray that y'all have 
a fantastic day and um, spend some time with family, with those that are important to you. Just let them know that you love them and that they are loved and that God loves them. So I hope and pray you have a fantastic Saturday. Love you, Hydrate. I will see you tomorrow at our service. Uh, I am doing transition. So, and also, we are doing communion tomorrow as a church. So, love you guys. I hope and pray for you. Pray for me today. Um, just, yeah, pray for one another. I think that's pretty vital. And don't forget, tomorrow we're going to begin that process of praying, stepping out of our comfort zone and lifting each other up. Love you guys. Be blessed. This has been The Daily Dip.